Hello, what's the crack? Did you know that on average, South Koreans are four centimeters taller than North Koreans? You're very welcome to episode nine of the Gidra's World Podcast. As always, huge thanks to Nilo for allowing me to use his song Questions on the intro. Now, speaking of Nilo, he has an amazing night of music planned in Dublin on the 16th of March. He is basically putting together the Avengers of Irish hip-hop for a gig that'll be bigger than Live Aid. And it's all to raise funds for inner city, inner city, excuse me, inner city helping homelessness in Dublin. Uh, it's going to be insane. Like, you have no idea. Like, it's, it's there's just so many big names in the Irish hip-hop scene. Uh, you have, like, Javaris, Erica Cody, YXS, Rebel Phoenix, Finch, and uh, Neil himself will be performing as well, amongst just so many others. Like, it's ridiculous. Go check out the lineup. Now, I'm actually extremely, extremely gutted that I'm not going to be in the country for it. I'm going to be in Tenerife that week. But if you're around, if you're in Dublin especially, but if you're anywhere in the country, make the trek for it. Uh, it's on in the Sugar Club. And it's also on the day before St. Patrick's Day. I can't think of a better way to start the festivities than a unbelievable night with some of the best hip-hop talent in this whole country. It's crazy. Uh, it's also being run as part of St. or St. Dublin's Dublin St. Patrick's Festival. Um, so, like, you know it's going to be, like, a solid quality night. Uh, there's an event on Facebook for it. It's Irish Hip Hop Against Homelessness. And there are still some tickets left, but I would recommend jumping on them as soon as you can because they are going to go fast uh believe me when i say that um yeah like if you're in with the irish hip-hop scene you'll know how big the names are in it and if you're not then i really recommend you go check it out because you are missing out big time and you'll get to see some of these people live all in one place um it's ridiculous you won't be disappointed go get a ticket and it's all for a really good cause too so yeah, 16th of March in the Sugar Club in Dublin, and that is Irish Hip Hop Against Homelessness. Uh, the events on Facebook, the links to buy tickets there, I'll also throw the link into the description of the podcast, so if you're listening on whatever you listen on, you'll be able to get into that, and I'll put it on Twitter or something as well, but please, I mean, if for any other reason, go because I can't. Go, I can, I can live it through you, and um, your life will be changed by the unbelievable talent that this country has in the hip-hop scene we're really on the come up and it's exciting and this event is just getting just most of the best parts of it together for for a really good cause all right i got a small bit of a blast in the past this week uh one of the lads sent me a picture from when we were in transition year in school uh, now, if you're not aware of transition year is, essentially, it's a gap year, but in the middle of your high school experience. Um, it's basically a year that you do nothing. Um, for example, one of our projects that we had to do in TY was we had to make a short film. And uh, that would be showcased at our, tra- at our transition year graduation. We kind of a graduation thing for, I, I'm not sure what reason, really. I think it's like, it's supposed to be like, us moving into the next chapter into in for between like junior junior cycle and leaving cycle essentially like for the americans it's like between middle school and high school we 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 get a year there where we can we can piss around for a year and it's wonderful and it's completely optional and i don't understand why people don't do it because it's just the best 
so yeah, we had to uh, make a movie. And uh, so the class was split into three different groups. And for the most part, the films were quite straightforward. You know, one group did a parody of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Another one did a parody of Taken. Now, our group, we went in a bit of a different direction. Now, before I go on, I need you to promise me that you're not going to judge me for what we did. We thought we were incredible. Now, I I don't know why we decided to go with this idea, but we wanted to uh, send a bit of a message with our one. We wanted to be a bit more politically driven. And uh, so we called the film A, Troubl- a Troubled Mind. And uh, we focused it... Oh, God. We focused it on the story of two kids uh, who were in school and they are being bullied so badly that they came in one day and shot the place up. Think Columbine set in Cork without the duster jackets. Um, yeah... We, oh, I shouldn't have included this. It was so bad. It was so bad. And we took it so seriously. Like, we thought we were being so woke with this. And we really wanted to try to send a clear message. And it was awful. Between the actual idea and the acting involved, it was a steaming, steaming hot mess. Um, Yeah, so, like, basically... Unfortunately, I played one of the school shooters. So, yeah, they're just these two, these two kids getting picked on, and uh, and then the final straw was uh, what was it again? Oh, it was it was like a non-uniform day, and these two dweebs forgot to forgot about it and came in the uniforms, and they got beaten up, and they got so mad that that they devised a plan to bring some guns into school. We had these little plastic blue guns that we used. And uh, the cherry on top is that we decided, while we're being so politically woke and making what could only be described as a masterpiece, we're going to throw a little spanner into the works and have the last scene be me who uh, just like wake up in a classroom. So it was like the whole thing was a dream. But then... Just a fucking M. Night Shyamalan, the whole thing. I pull a gun out from underneath me and look confused. So it's like a double twist. Oh, fuck me, it was so bad. Like, I really cannot stress how bad it was. I don't know if it's still online somewhere. And I really hope it isn't. Oh, God. But, like, just to make it worse. So the idea itself was bad. Like, extremely bad. But then, obviously, we had to showcase that graduation night. And um, we thought that we were on to a winner here. I was expecting fucking Steven Spielberg to walk through and hand me some sort of a scholarship or something. And um, yeah, so we were the last of the three films to be shown. And, you know, the first two, like, they were good. Like, they were mainly, like, kind of t- took, like, a comedic stance in it. So the the vibes were <laughs> Fuck. The vibes were good. The vibes were really good. Everyone was having a laugh. And then our one comes on. <laughs> And so the film plays out. We're sat at the front, so we can't gauge anyone's reaction. And we were just sat there, proud of being like, fuck yeah, we've just put out a masterpiece. Everyone's going to be so impressed. (laughs) And when the film ended, there was just such an awkward silence. 
and we're expecting like everyone to you know obviously start clapping which they did but before it there was just this really awkward silence before someone started kind of like slow clap I th- actually think it might have been the teacher started getting people clapping because she gauged how awkward the situation was um yeah so then like that eventually we got a clap out of it but it was a clap out of like you could almost feel people saying what the fuck did we just watch what is wrong with these freaks um yeah and i didn't even know how we actually landed on the idea in the first place like we could have made a film about literally anything in the world and we committed to we committed to this one big time like I was walking around the school with a fake black eye in one of the days that we were filming it and it looked so convincing that the principal pulled me aside and asked me what the fuck happened. Was I fighting? And I was like, no, it's makeup. So yeah, that was um, that was the day that my acting career died. A very violent death. Uh, I put up a picture of it on Instagram if you want to go see the black eye. Um, oh, also actually fucking just to make me look even more like a psychopath at this graduation night i had blonde tips in my hair so that year during the transition year we had uh we some of us signed up to do shaver dye so i dyed my hair blonde and that's just starting to come out so i had frosted tips in what year it was like 2012 or 2013 or something like that when they were well out of fashion so yeah i just looked like even more of a fucking crazy person <laughs> Speaking of crazy people, I binged Love is Blind on Netflix this week. If you haven't seen it, it is the ultimate trash TV. Now, imagine Love Island, but for actual psychopaths. So what they do is they get 30 men and women looking to find love. The catch is that they don't actually see their partners. It's done in kind of like a a speed dating setup. So they all get to date each other uh, in these like pod things. So they can talk to each other, but they can't see each other. Now, that's not the only twist. There's a much bigger, much crazier twist. Essentially, the goal is for them to fall in love um, with somebody on the other side. And once they do, the men are able to propose to the woman. Like, is an actually proposed to get married. So then, obviously, if the woman says yes, they reveal to each other. And um, that's the first time they get to see each other once they are engaged. Uh, and, like, it's done over 10 days so they have 10 days to date people and you don't even have to wait 10 days to propose you can propose anytime you want i'm sure there's like one person one couple even got engaged after like two or three days so after the 10 days are up all the engaged couples are flown out to mexico uh to get to know each other or you know ride but to spice it up they get all the couples so um they can see everyone who they were talking to which is extra juicy in in the few cases where somebody was kind of a seesaw between two people and who they wanted to uh get married to who they thought they loved it's a weird fucking show lads so once the holiday's over they they go to mexico to get together sparks fly in uh, both good and bad ways uh they all move in with their new partner but again all the couples are moved into the same complex but they get their own gaffes and um, this is where the show really starts turning into a steaming hot pile of garbage. So, like, they're engaged within a week and a half. In some cases, sooner. And, obviously, the honeymoon phase 
starts to wear off at this point and um yeah they start release realizing releasing releasing realizing that they've agreed to marry someone that they've only known for a few days and uh just uh, and then just to make it even better the weddings take place after like four weeks when they're finishing the pod so the whole thing so they have their 10 days in the pod pod things and then 30 days after that or something like that or 28 days after that that's when the wedding day is I really can't stress to you how much of a fucking mess the show is but I also need you all to go onto Netflix straight after you listen to this and start watching it um they have some weirdos in there as well obviously they're signing up to get married in a very short space of time and I won't spoil it to you but there's one woman who in the first episode you kind of you you almost find yourself rooting for her and uh, as the episodes go on, she slowly becomes like the biggest dose on television. It's amazing. And uh, she also seems to have a, a small bit of a drinking problem that she's passed on to her dog. Uh, so they can they can drink in the pods and then obviously just drink for them when they leave. But this woman was drinking a lot of red wine. And there's a scene in like the sixth episode. And this is all I'll spoil you only because it just, I had to rewind it a few times. So she's chatting to her new fiance. I think they're having a, a kind of a falling out kind of thing. And she has a massive glass of wine in her hand. And mid-conversation, she just kind of kneels down and lets her dog drink the wine from the glass. And then starts drinking from herself again. Without batting an eyelid. As it was just the most normal thing in the world. Oh, fuck. Have I mentioned how much of a mess the show is? I still love it, though. Um... Obviously, not everyone who went in there got engaged. Um, and you can see everyone for the first few episodes before they start focusing on the people who did fall in love, apparently, and uh, want to get married. But there's one guy in the first episode whose only part in the whole series was a scene where all the lads are in like their area, whatever, and they're chatting about um, seeing if anyone's a virgin. And this one guy at the back kind of like sheepishly puts his hand up and is like, yeah, I'm a virgin. And he's 31, so all the only limelight he gets in the show is revealing that he's a 31-year-old virgin. Um, God, it's so fucking good. You will find yourself watching it with your head in your hands, but also like peeping through because you want to keep watching to see how bad it gets. Um, it was released in batches over the last two weeks, so the first episode, first five episodes, sorry, went out on the 13th, and then the next four went out last week, and the finale with the weddings is going out on Thursday, and and I've just dropped my notes, <laughs> sorry about that, um, it's all set up so like, if they don't want to get married, they still have to have the wedding, so they have to go through with it, but they can back out at the at the part where they say like I do and it's just such it's so insane please go watch it it is ultimate trash television and like but there's one fella in it who is 24 he's the same age as I am and he signed himself off for this Netflix show to get married and like oh my god it's crazy like it's so the more I think of it now the more I'm having like almost like fucking PTSD thinking about it so like the pod part is just insane. So obviously they probably they obviously get some time with each other because they kind of like they swap pods or whatever and chat to whoever's through the wall and like the engagements are the most ridiculous things in the world. Like there's just a lot of people crying 
about how much they're in love with this person who they have never seen but they've spoken to for a couple of hours and uh there's one part like when when somebody's getting engaged and so bear in mind there's a what they cannot see, they can't even see a shadow and one of the people were like getting engaged and was like uh can you close my can you close your eyes and i'm closing my eyes and so the two of them are stood there closing their eyes even though i don't know why because there's a, a literal wall between them they, they couldn't see anything they'd just be staring at this fucking blue wall between the two of them and oh my god it's so insane and then like so at the start you're like you've there's a couple of there's like one couple anyway that you're kind of rooting for and like okay this this might actually might something might actually come from this but then like there's others where at the start they're all like lovey-dovey and then obviously when they move in with each other it just starts falling apart and they are killing each other there's one I, i'm not gonna say it actually just watch it um but yeah it's fucking insane i can't wait to watch the last episode on thursday just to see if any of these people are actually going to marry each other after knowing each other for a month um it was also recorded in 2018 so and uh, but it hasn't leaked if anyone got married if anyone's still together so that's pretty crazy actually uh but yeah please go watch it it's love and blind on netflix love is blind sorry on netflix and as i said it's love island for insane people um yeah and i hope they keep making it i i would happily watch that for the rest of my life just it's a it makes you feel a bit better about your life the fact that you know no matter how much you fucked up at least you're not signing up for a show to find someone to marry with in the space of 10 days it's ridiculous like top tier trash tv please please go watch it i need someone to talk to about it because it's ridiculous Right, what else have been on this week? Oh, <laughs> they announced a Friends reunion, which is going to disappoint a lot of people. So all the headlines have fucked it up big time. Uh, HBO announced that they're doing an unscripted reunion special and everyone's after completely reading that wrong and they everyone thinks that they're doing an actual reunion episode and I really hate to be the bearer of bad news but it's looking like it's going to be very similar to the one they did for the Inbetweeners a few years ago um, where they basically just get the cast on to talk about their favourite episodes. Now, I'm not a fan of Friends. I know, I'm sorry. I watched it. I just don't get the hype. Um, but I do hope that this will finally, finally stop people from sharing those awful fake reunion trailers where someone's clearly just cut together clips um of the main actors in more of their recent shows and films and uploaded to facebook to catch a couple of suckers out like at least once every two months i see this stupid video and it's huge i think it's always the same one as well of like all the cast of friends in their other films just cut together and making it look like it's a big reunion movie and people lose their minds and they share it all the time and it's so it's so obvious to see that it's fake but um hopefully this will stop people from doing that and um even even if it is going to be a a mess it's not going to be what you think it is and i in one way i can't wait to see the reaction of people just freaking out over being uh missold this but not by hbo or by the cast of friends but by all like 
fucking lad bible and all the the newspapers that are that are reporting on it saying that like we're finally getting the big reunion episode and it's going to be a big payoff but it's not there's nothing they're going to be sat in a studio and get paid a ridiculous amount of money to talk about episodes that they enjoyed doing um unfortunately now i also hope that this will bring light on no it actually won't i don't know why i'm even saying that I was going to say I hope it brings light on people sharing these stupid fake reunion things, but that doesn't even make sense, actually, in my head whatsoever. Um, what I was trying to get at is I hope that if people stop doing the friend, fake friends reunion videos, they'll also stop doing it for Harry Potter, because I'm always seeing these really badly made trailers for uh, an extra Harry Potter movie. And, like, Friends and Harry Potter, I do enjoy them both. I enjoy Harry Potter a bit more, but... The obsession is weird. It's it's something we need to let go. We need we need new things to enjoy. And um yeah, it's all friends in Harry Potter just have these weird fan bases. I mean look, more power to you if you can still find as much joy from something that was made so long ago. Especially with friends, that ended like over twenty years ago, I think. Um and Harry Potter too. I don't know. Not to be cynical, I enjoyed them both, as I said, but we need to uh, we need to leave what's in the past in the past. Uh, what else happened this week? Uh, music news. Rebel Phoenix put out his new track. Uh, Look at me now. Great tune. Go check it out. He actually performed it in Cork last week. <clears throat> and I'd imagine he'll be performing it again at the Irish Hip Hop Against Homelessness event that I mentioned earlier on. And yeah, great track. I, I cannot stress, lads, how exciting the Irish hip hop scene is at the moment um, yeah go listen to it and listen to all of it I think I might actually put together a playlist of my favourite um, tracks from the Irish hip hop scene and just share it so you can feel the joy that I feel like uh, was it yesterday? yesterday before actually it was um, the two year anniversary of Kojak's album Deadly Daydreams that album blew my mind when it came out first it's just out of this world Kojak's on a different level altogether he's he's starting to break a small bit into the international scene he's been doing festivals and stuff across Europe um, I actually saw him in Cork over the summer last year and he's he's on a different level but yeah I think yeah I think I'm going to do that I'm going to put together a, a, a playlist of my, my favourite tunes from the scene and share this joy with you because it's incredible um what else has been going on the brit awards was on last week which i actually ended up missing most of it because i was recording editing and uploading last week's podcast because i put it up so late uh now i did manage to catch stormzy's performance which was insane he always was on a great performance at the brits and i did watch a video of dave's performance on with the piano um very powerful I saw that afterwards I watched that in line and the main part I saw was Lewis Capaldi accepting his award uh, for I think it was song of the year where he it was for someone you loved which recently came out actually that it wasn't about any of his ex-girlfriends it's it's about his nan and so he started by saying saying that that lots of people thought the song was about my ex-girlfriend and he said who you can see on Love Island every night because his girlfriend is on that. Well, she oh, she won it, actually. Yeah, she won it last night. Fair play. She doesn't need Lewis Capaldi. 
Um, but my favourite part of the whole speech was that he thanked his nan for kicking the bucket um, and inspiring him to write Someone You Loved, which is a great song. But um, yeah, I I like Louis Capaldi. He is, he's a funny guy. I hope what happened to like Ed Sheeran doesn't happen to him where people kind of, at the start, people are cool with him and then there's just like two or three albums in, there's a bit of a turn and people, it doesn't become cool to like him anymore. So I hope that doesn't happen to poor Lewis. And he also brought a bottle of Buckfast up to accept the award, which is crazy. So, yep, fair play. And that's that's kind of everything. That's everything I've enjoyed this week. Because I, I literally spent so much time watching fucking Love is Blind that I, I wasn't really paying attention to much else. I also watched Forrest Gump this week, actually. What an amazing movie. I love that movie so much. I hadn't watched it in years. Um... So good, and I went actually. Yeah, I, I had a, I had a very lazy weekend, lads. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I watched Forrest Gump, watched Love Is Blind, and then I watched, um, the newer Tom Hanks movie. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, where he plays Mister Rogers, and it was fine. It was great. I feel like I'd have appreciated it more if I was American and I actually knew what the story with Mister Rogers is. Apparently, he's he was just this big, uh. He was like a, a kids TV show, but he he had a way with words. He's apparently a very nice guy, but um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, but I feel like I would have loved it if I actually knew what the story was. So yeah, that's kind of it. That that that's why I, what I enjoyed. Um, Tom Hanks, what a legend. <laughs> As I say, every single week, I'm extremely grateful to all of you who tune in every week. Um, So if you're hearing this now, just know that you make my week every week. I do appreciate it so, so much. Um, Especially like after last week, I was I was stressing putting the episode out last week. I'm not going to lie because so I took a week off the week before because the old brain was was frazzled, let's say. Um, And then last week's episode went up late because I was sick. So I was like worrying, I was like, fuck, this is it, I'm after like kind of dropping it, dropping the ball. But no, it actually did a bit better than uh, previous episodes and there's been a nice feedback to it and I am extremely appreciative of that. We're also live on the new platform. So we've been picked up by the Go Loud app, which I think it's a pretty new platform. Um, it's owned by the gang who own Today FM and Spin FM and all your favourite radio stations like that. Which, and it's pretty cool. Like, um, yeah, they gave me a little shout out on their Instagram. I thought that was pretty sound. Um, they have a lot of Irish podcasts up there, as well as a couple of international ones. And yeah, if you have that app, feel free to follow me on it. And you you get the episodes every week when they come out on Tuesday. It would also mean the absolute world to me if you could share the podcast on Instagram stories, Twitter, Facebook, Give me a little tag. That would be amazing. I want to get as many ears onto it as possible because, as I say again every week, I'm enjoying this so much and I would like to share this experience with as many people as I can. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. You can find me at Gilroy's World on all good social media platforms if you want to reach out. I'm always open to topic ideas because, um, you know, I want to talk about what you want to hear. And that's pretty much it. Happy Pancake Tuesday. I didn't mention that. It's the only good Tuesday the whole year. Unless Christmas or your birthday falls on Tuesday. Which uh, I don't think either fall 
Well, my birthday. Your birthday might. You can enjoy your birthday too. But uh, I don't think Christmas is on a Tuesday. And I don't think my birthday is on a Tuesday this year. So this is the only Tuesday I can enjoy. So um, I'm going to go eat some pancakes. And uh, I will leave you with a shit joke. Why do fish live in salt water? Because pepper makes them sneeze. Good luck. See you next week. Same time, same place. I appreciate you all. Bye.